Brand family, welcome back. This is uh, we're we're trying to figure it out, but I think this is episode seven. Is what we're saying. Is that is that right? Yeah, I don't want to play it because you'll play. <laughs> <laughs> but we're uh, good morning. I don't know when you'll listen to this, but it's uh, morning here. We uh, it's a little different than our usual afternoon, but uh, uh, different uh, commitments. So we. Uh, got up early and uh came here not real early we got here around nine and uh, we're about uh an hour in into setting up and just chatting um but we're as always blessed and excited to be able to um get together and and share um share jesus share uh, about what's going on in our lives as we continue to try to be transparent try to be vulnerable um, and, and the reason for that always is to point to Jesus. So, um, we call this, uh, episode seven. Yes. All right. Episode seven. Welcome. Thank you all for listening. We've been, uh, we've been busy. Mm. Um, my little girl turned two yesterday <laughs> wow. and, um, it was, sorry. See, this is how much time flies. She turned two on Thursday. Today is now Saturday. So um, <laughs> two days ago, she turned two. Um, and it's uh, it's special to see your children grow up. Um, you know, even even just two. It, we celebrated. We, we ended up not doing much. We had a, an appointment with our tax guy. So that's a good way to celebrate your two-year-old's <laughs> birthday. Yeah, she yeah. loves that. <laughs> yeah. um, she appreciated it. They stayed in the car. And when I finished, came out, and Luca was ha- like had a fever. So oh. our plans to do stuff with a little girl went out the window. We went home. Yesterday, we stayed home. And so hopefully today, we're actually going to go do a little something with her. She loves cats. There's a cafe in uh, Fountain Square, and they have cats. So I think that's where we're oh going to wow. go do because that's what she likes. So <laughs> she'll uh, <laughs> she'll have fun looking at the cats. Uh, but So you got you guys have a cat? No, 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 okay. no. We do not have cats. We I don't think so. Three dogs. dogs. That's yeah. it, man. We no cats. No, thank you. Uh, I think cats <laughs> are cool, but I'm a dog person. Yep. And uh, yep. there's an outdoor cat. We live kind of in the farm, and our it's really my neighbor's cat. He like takes care of it, so she gets to see it, and that's uh, that's yeah. enough cat that's for me. That's as far as yeah. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, as I was thinking about kids, like man, kids will expose you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you think you're patient. And then your almost four-year-old won't stay in bed because, oh, I have to go potty one more time. Well, you just did <laughs> right before we went to bed. <laughs> Fine, go. And then, oh, I got to find this one toy. I need to find Lightning McQueen, the blue one, you know, yeah. this one. And they will expose you, and you realize, man, I am not that patient, right? Um, <laughs> even in, in marriage, you know, just communication with my wife you know uh, little things like luca you need to finish all the milk in your cereal my wife's like well if he's full he doesn't need to finish it right like and i'm like well he asked for more so he needs to finish it like that's how i was raised right so like (laughs) this is what kids are doing right like it they're exposing weaknesses um in our lives or traditions that we were raised with (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that and how we how we um, how we communicate um, so definitely God is constantly teaching me through my children 
And that's something I was uh, just kind of, as we were celebrating two years for her little girl, Taleo. And then Luca turns four in eight days. Mm-hmm. And so different stages they're going through, right? Um, but how God is teaching, you know, just, yeah. um, you know, even when yesterday she wanted popcorn. And, like, she eats the last popcorn and then she goes from chill to I want more popcorn, but in Spanish, right? With this, like, <laughs> terrible attitude. Like, yeah. where did that come from? And now I'm annoyed that she's asking like that. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, wait, wait, hold off. If if I'm not careful, I'm just going to be acting just like her, yeah. just in a 32-year-old version instead of a 2-year-old version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am thankful for the blessing of my kids. It's a responsibility. It's constantly growing, constantly learning. You guys are ahead of me by what anywhere from <laughs> 20 <laughs> some to uh, <laughs> so yeah you guys are ahead of me but that that's where i've been at as far as just very well, recently my 20 year old she acts like two sometimes too <laughs> <laughs> somebody uh said the other day that they started uh pastoring uh sixth graders that was kind of like their first small group and now they pastor uh adult men and he said sometimes adult men and sixth graders are actually not that uh, different. The only difference yeah. is they have more money. Um, <laughs> but, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you know, there's uh, challenges that you deal with. But, man, I'm, mm. I'm thankful. So that's a little, that's sh- I think we're sharing a little bit what's been going on in our lives. But awesome. No, that, that's, that's awesome. Um, uh, some of you guys don't know, we're, we're here at P30 back again. Uh, I want to thank, uh, 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 you know, our, our sponsors and uh Ethan, um, uh, just to allow us to be here at P30. Uh, if you don't know anything about P30, go, go ahead and Google it. You'll find out uh, what it is. It's a, a co-working space. And um, just blessed that uh, we can have space to just come and do this. It's a little bit of hassle that we have to set up and tear down. But it's awesome to have uh, a place where we can come and, and share with you guys and and uh, yeah, we showed up this morning, and the coffee shop was closed. <laughs> <laughs> the curing machine wasn't working. And the curing machine wasn't working. Uh, uh, but it's those things that God has to teach us. Um, you know, hey, not everything is gonna be perfect in this. Yeah. Not everything is gonna go the way you want it to go, and you just gotta learn how how to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why we wanted it to be more in a public area this time again is because we want to come back to the coffee shop mentality also and uh, uh, keep us in your prayers we're we're still praying for that place but until that place comes we'll be going from here to there um, if they allow us to do a setup like this in a coffee shop we would do it (laughs) but i think they'll probably kick us out with a working (laughs) coffee (laughs) machine yes i think you know even that would be cool and if somebody just randomly, hey, what's going on? If somebody's bold enough to just yeah. kind of walk sit down, <laughs> sit down, we have an extra yeah. mic and a, 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 an extra camera setup that we can boom put right on. That'd be yeah. that'd be cool. And I'm hoping we we can get there. Uh, and we just need mm-hmm. to find that right uh, coffee shop and partner that we can do that yeah. uh, at yeah. their place. So. Shoot, we could have a sign. Want to jump in on the podcast? Sit down. Yeah, like evangelism yeah. on the run. You know, yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Awesome. So Andy, what's awesome. up with you? Man, it's been an interesting two weeks. I actually woke up this morning just very humbled. Um, 
Actually, my heart's pretty heavy this morning. I woke up this morning to the news that um, Israel is at war now. Uh, Hamas started firing rockets towards Israel. And um, why is it a big deal to me? Because I was just there a week ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a week yeah. ago today. Wait, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, a week ago today was when we got home. And so I'm thankful that God protected us that we were able to get home to our kids because we we would have been stuck there and we still have friends over there that are actually stuck there right now so so one pray pray for the people the good people of israel and uh that's god's nation um pray for justice and for peace um we had an amazing trip there um we saw (laughs) just so many things we did every day was jam-packed who'd you, uh, who'd you go with we went with a um a group uh called biblical foundations academy uh biblical foundations academy is uh was started by a brother named keith johnson um who they're based out of charlotte north carolina and they are um they're more of a they're a messianic group so like they're they're a, all about bridging the gap of getting back to the foundation of our Christian roots, which is the Jewish roots, right? That that's we serve a Jewish Messiah, right? And so that's what our foundation is. And here in the West, you know, the church has gotten away from that. And many people in our churches don't even know what the true foundation is. And so um, it's more of a messianic group that that just really said bridges the gap but also the relationship between the jewish people and yeah. and those who believe in you know in the true messiah and uh so anyways good people and so that's who we went with we had a group of about 60 people uh and we went all over the country uh israel is is about the size of the state of indiana okay. um so you can imagine just going north south east and west in a week's time and just so many things that we took in i'm still processing mentally the things that i saw and touched i don't want to assume i I assume this is but roads fully developed like you're traveling at yep 70 80 like you are here yeah okay okay. yeah i mean highways you can get from point a to point b you can get similar time yeah similar time um everything's you know uh, paved roads. I mean, there are there are some dirt roads depending on where you go, but but I mean, there's highways. There's yeah. we were in a in a nice bus, you know, everywhere yeah. we were going. So that was that was kind of nice, kind of nice. I, I say that jokingly because you know life on the bus is uh, can be taxing sometimes. I you'd much rather be in a car, being able to really look at the landscape. But uh, you got sixty people, so um, but yeah, you you can get anywhere pretty pretty easily um so full-size bus full-size say i always like think of like the mini bus back in like costa rica where like the little tour bus where you can like get 12 15 people in it but you're talking this is a full-size bus so we actually had two we had one that was smaller like that and then one that was a a larger larger bus it was air conditioned greyhound kind of bus yeah that type type of thing usb in the seat yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice um but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was great. Uh, some of the, some of the highlights that that really touched me. Um, one, two, two of the days that we were there, uh, we got to go to the Galilee, and so we, 
sailed the waters of the Sea of Galilee. Wow. And um, we, uh, we, we passed through Capernaum. We didn't really spend a lot of time in Capernaum. How long, how long were we on the sea? Uh, we were on the sea for probably about an hour or so. Do you crack open the Bible and like absolutely read like Mark? Dude, <laughs> dude yeah, that's the first. Like, that's funny you said that. That's the first thing that I thought to do because like that's what like okay, I'm here right now. Yes. Let me reread this as I'm like in the context. Dude, and just that's exactly what, what I did. Where was Peter, Peter walking? <laughs> yes, too. Something. Listen, <laughs> ah, that's that, beautiful. Something like, happens when I'm you get cry. on that water, man. It's. <laughs> It just, it was a perfect day. The sun was shining off the water. It was calm. And that's what the scripture actually says. When, when the Lord, when the Lord uh, spoke to the wind and the waves, it said there was a great calm. And I saw that great calm. Oh, it was just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. We were on this big wooden boat called Noah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but just, a, just an awesome day. And two people from our group who we actually became pretty good friends with, um, they renewed their vows on the boat That's on the wow. sea, which was wow. beautiful. It was just awesome. So we got to celebrate that with them, and uh, so that was that was a big highlight uh, for us and just the Galilee region because that's where I mean a big chunk of Christ's ministry was yeah. in that area. I mean, just just to to know like Christ was up on this mountain, he was walked on these waters. Uh, it just does something to you. So, how beautiful is the landscape? Like, aside of the connection to the Bible and like reading where you're at, is it pretty or is it just the Galilee region is gorgeous? It is gorgeous, mountainous, lush, green. Mm. Um, obviously, the water, uh, like I said, mountainous, it's hilly, it, it's just it's a beautiful area. So, that's northern the northern uh, uh, region of Israel. And then the southern region, which actually is where the, the war broke out uh, this morning. Um, they, they started firing from Gaza. Gaza is mm-hmm. part of the what's called the West Bank uh, area or Palestinian-controlled areas. Uh, and we went to the West Bank quite a bit. Um, but so like southern Israel... It, the landscape's way different. It's more like a brown mountain, more desertous, okay. you know, uh, kind of thing. We went to the Dead Sea, got to experience that. Is Join. it dead? What's that? Is it dead? It is dead, man. It's it's dead. It Did is, you get in? We we got in. It's um it's an experience. Uh, just the because the, the salt content's so high, it keeps you afloat, right? And so you're trying to like swim in this water and it's wanting to turn you over and <laughs> it's a it's an interesting experience um your skin looks beautiful by the way that's yeah and that's the appeal <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's the appeal to everybody they do this like mud bath thing and it's supposed to it's got all these vitamins and nutrients and uh, stuff you know i once went to costa rica sorry said yeah. story yeah. um with my dad and his best friend orlando and we were going through this park and uh, we get to this area, and they start, like, rubbing a little bit of, like, uh, mud on their faces. Uh-huh. And they convinced me that was really good for your skin. Turned out it was just regular mud, and they <laughs> were just messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> In a national park. That's wow. awesome. With, like, awesome. people walking by. <laughs> Anyways. Well, you did see, bro. <laughs> well, well here, here, here's the thing with that. Um, I mean, we all come from dirt. And we all come from, you know, so 
there there is a benefit yeah. of that you so know that god god knows what he's doing he he yeah. knew what he was doing he he could have just say let there be men you know, like let let there be light. Let yeah. there be, light. you know, let the skies and the earth and the water separate. Let there be, you know, vegetables. Let there be animals. Yeah. Uh, but he create he chose to create us, yeah. form us. So so from nothing, from the dirt. From the dirt, man. From the dirt. So and he used that in in miracles, right? Mm, right. He rubs mud on this blind guy's eyes and it's like, go wash it. <laughs> now you can see. You know what what did he write on the, uh, what oh, do you guys think he wrote? In the, the dirt. The, yeah. <laughs> I've always wondered that. That That's it's funny you brought that up. I, I've I've pondered that so many times. It was and, with uh, the woman that was caught in adultery, right? Yes, yeah. it was. It was. Of course, the Bible doesn't say what he, what he wrote, but I've heard interesting theories as to you know, as to what it is, but, but yeah, all, mm. all of the ways that, that sorry, that continue. Connects. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, I mean, uh, we, we did some amazing things. We were actually, so one of the really big, uh, nights that we had was, um, for, we were there for Yom Kippur, which is the highest holy dates, the day of atonement, right? So, um, what's the day of atonement for some people? That oh, don't yeah, know? sure. So the day of atonement is, uh, historically the Israelites, this, it started. So if you read your Bible back in Exodus, you know, Leviticus, all, all the Torah, you know, the first five books of the Bible, the day of atonement is the highest holy day where the, the, um, the priest would gather offerings from all of the people and they would this is the only day of the year that that the high priest would be able to go into the holy of holies and take the sacrifice the blood of a sacrifice and sprinkle it onto the mercy seat which is on top of the ark of the covenant to atone for the sins of the people forgive to forgive forget and, and, and here's how you can remember atonement you break it up into at one meant because in forgiveness, God brings us back mm. to become one back with him, right? <clears throat> so I, is this the day we also celebrate is I'm asking because I don't know. Um in Egypt, the ange, uh, angel of death is coming through. That's that's Passover. Okay. Yeah, okay. so okay. yeah, but um different feast, but um so the Passover was what you're talking about. Uh they would, you know, put the blood over the doorpost and They'd be passed over from the the angel of death would pass them over. Um, that's probably like number two okay. of the okay. of the high holy days. Okay, um, which would be in America we call it Easter, but it's really Passover. <laughs> what's uh what's the celebration like? What do you what do you, I mean, you got people out on the streets partying? Yeah, like, well, what's it? So we spent we spent the night of Yom Kippur at the Western Wall. Everybody's dressed in white. That's like the tradition. It's it's a it's a glimpse of heaven. Check this out. Everybody's dressed in white. The moon was high and full. The breeze was blowing. It made me think of what the Hebrews would call the ruach, the Holy Spirit, right? The ruach. Uh, you were hearing different tongues. 
um, there was prayer happening at the wall. They were bringing out, uh, at least on the men's side, at the Western Wall, the, the Jewish um, rabbis would bring out three and four hundred year old Torah scrolls that are in these cases that are just adorned with silver and gold and jewels. And wow. If we took the word and prayer a fraction, if we took it as imp- as as importantly as they as they did, just a fraction, man, our church would be different. I mean, they take it seriously. The, the word and 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 prayer unto God. Um, I'm not saying we need to convert to Orthodox Jew <laughs> or Judaism, but just seeing that gives you a different perspective in a in a in a in a fresh fire. In, really. in this mix, you have Messianic and Orthodox Jews. Yeah, absolutely. All yep. celebrating together. All together. All together. Uh, so, so for what different reasons? Well, or different. Well, same reason, but same reason. Um, like you said, some as far as some different perspectives. Some are messianic, some are not. Yeah. yeah. Here's what's interesting. A lot Is of there a clash because of that? In, on that day, not really. Like most Jews are very respectful of someone who would align with Christianity. Like from what, from my perspective, like their attitude towards it is like. You have the freedom to believe what you want to believe. Um, I think you're wrong, but <laughs> yeah. and actually, there there's actually a remnant of some Jews uh, that actually have a separate Messiah that they believe. It's crazy. There's there's a a sign all over the country of this guy, it's a person uh, who's on this sign. His name's uh, he was a rabbi. His name's Rebbe Lubavitcher. And uh, they think that he's the Messiah, and he's going to come back. And this again, this isn't all Jews. This is just a, a specific remnant. There's a specific name for it. And I can't remember what it is, but um, it's it's interesting. Um, but the word, you know, their word that they would grow up reading the the Talmudic scriptures talks about the Messiah would have come before the seventy A.D. destruction of the temple. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus did. Yeshua did. And so, but they don't yeah. recognize that. So anyways, to answer your question, no, there's not really not really um, too much clash with that. What about when you're on the West Bank? How much? West Bank is heavy. With, with the Palestinians. Very much. There yeah, there's cla- that's where the clash is. So they see you. They know you're on a sure. tour of Israel. Yeah. And you're probably Christian believing. Yep. And white. And white. <laughs> They're very and rude. American. They're very rude. Um, we had many times where we're standing there talking as a group, and um, our tour guide, Yariv, he was an amazing guy, um, would be telling us something historical about where we, wherever we were, and they would just like, they would just like walk right through through your group. Not an excuse, you know, that's just not their cult, you know, it's not excuse me. Even the culture, like, over there, like in America, if you walk down the street and I don't know you and we're coming from separate directions, you know, usually somebody will, hey, how you doing, give a smile, something like that. Yeah. That's not the culture there. It's very stoic, very, um, you just, actually, 
uh, our tour guide was telling us, he's like, there's something about America. They always smile at you. <laughs> and I think it's a, I think it's a form of like security. Like I come sure. in peace and yes, I'm not, yes, you know, yeah, yeah, Hey, yeah. it's all good. Um, but that's just, they're just specifically Jerusalem, like is so busy and it's like, you got people cutting in front of you. You have like just traffic everywhere, foot traffic. It, you shoot the gap. You take. There's no yeah, yeah, yeah. time yeah. to yeah. to have manners, basically. Um, but uh, yeah, so just a lot of a lot of uh, conflict in the West Bank is that they're very very rude, um, and you can tell. You can just feel like you can tell they're they're mocking you. Yeah. You know, and it's most of the time it's an Arab, but you can you can just tell. You know, even kids. I mean, even kids are you know yelling stuff at you. How uh, are there any are there ever any Palestinians in on the Jewish side or on the yeah. Israeli side? Yeah. How how are the Israelis? Because that's the right term, right? Because Jew mm-hmm. refers to the religion. So you right. could have an Israeli that is not Jewish. Correct. So how how are Jews? believers or israelis treating palestinians that are walking (laughs) through their territory is it the same it's because you said they're very respectful they're very respectful how how do they 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 really try not to engage too much so the main area that we we always entered the city was through the damascus gate which is which takes you directly into the muslim quarter and so you would see Orthodox Jews like walking through there and they're like hiding their eyes. They're like, they don't want to make eye contact with anybody. They're like, they're, they're just passing through. They don't have any business, you know. You think it's out of respect or, or out of fear for confrontation? I, I think it could be both, but I think mm-hmm. it's more the first. I think it's more, I think it's more like, I don't want to say like a cleanliness thing, but mm. like religiously, yeah, it's like yeah. I ju- I'm not supposed to be here, but I have to go this way. You know, I, I don't know. So they they just kind of they they try to avoid you know uh, any any type of conversation or or anything in in uh, that area. Now there's some places where there has to be conversation and and things like that. Um, and we met a, we met some Arab people that were nice and respectful yeah yeah um most of them are business owners and they're trying to you know they're the big economic thing is the tourism you know they actually have what's called the ministry of tourism so so they that's their huge money maker maker yeah Yeah. not ministry as like in church ministry but like ministry as in like uh an uh, organization yes, yes 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 yeah exactly so so that you know that plays into what's going on in now. Like, th- does you know does Hamas you know start shooting towards Jerusalem where they have their own people and where there's a huge economic you know pool? Um, there's a lot that goes that goes into that. But uh, anyways, it just a beautiful time. Um, Yom Kippur that night was was gorgeous. There was this white dove on this night that came and sat into the the cleft of one of, of one of the rocks in the wall he just stood there the whole time mm. and i found out later we were in the jewish quarter and we went into this um this shop that was a biblical shop we were buying a couple things and i got to talk to um 
the owner of the store who is a Jew. He lives there full time. His name's Moshe. Uh, wonderful, wonderful man. Um, spoke great English, um, but he wrote a book. Actually, I bought his book, and uh, on the cover of the book was that dove. Yeah. I was like, it draw it drew me to it. I'm like, dude, I saw this the other night at the wall. He's like, oh yeah, it's my friend. He said every time I go to the wall, he comes, wow. and he just he goes to that same spot. He said, and, and every time there's a call for prayer at the wall, he's there. And it's like, man, that that was that was really cool. That wow. was really cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, amazing, amazing things. I could talk Part of the days. celebration. Oh. So, it is lively. What's what's the, as, as people are there, dressed in white, walking. Is it a lively celebration? Is it? I would say a, it's like respectful quiet it's reverent reverent it's yes. reverent it's not necessarily quiet it's just reverent like you can feel <clears throat> you can feel the reverence of the area you're not allowed to use your phone you're not taking pictures and videos at that time now if it's not if there's not a feast going on and you're at the wall you can take pictures and things like that but during during that celebration <clears throat> no pictures you're really in the moment i really enjoyed it because you, you it, you're present yes you're present uh and just the power of being there together with everybody and you're of course you're praying and and worshiping and you're and and all of these people are flooding my mind from back here that I'm mm-hmm. you know you're trying to lift their name up and um it just gives you a different you know perspective of uh of your faith and of your life and and a new thankfulness a new gratefulness uh uh, new everything it kind of makes you it tra- it challenges your, your tradition and it makes you just think differently I'll, I'll never be the same i i i'm changed forever in a good way um and, and i that doesn't mean i'm gonna you know i'm turning my back on my faith or anything like that i, I just i just see it in a new light yeah. uh typically you'll hear people that <clears throat> say like oh the, you'll never read the Bible the same. That is an understatement. The Bible, if you know if you know the Comes Bible, yeah, dude, it explodes in your face. It explodes in your face. You can see it. You have context now. You can see, like the Galilee, for example. We we went to a specific place. It's called the Horns of a Team. Um, there's two places that are thought to be the place where Christ would have preached the Sermon on the Mount. One's the Mount of Beatitudes, which is right next to the sea, but it doesn't really fit the text. This other place is amazing. It's a place that was, so it has multi-purpose. So at one time it was a battlefield. Uh, Saladin and the Muslim armies fought the Crusaders in this, in this area on the mountain and in the valley, uh, it was called the, the Battle of Hatim, and they beat the Crusaders. <clears throat> but before that, the tradition of the people, and most of the people know the tradition of the area because they live there, um, that would be a better fit for where he would have preached a sermon on the mount. And I picked up on two things. One thing is when, when he preaches a sermon, he preaches on the parable of the soils. As you're walking through that valley and up to the mountain, you have rocky soil. Mm. There's thorn bushes everywhere. There's good soil. (laughs) (laughs) And then you go up the mountain, 
and probably three quarters of the way up the mountain, there's this big rock. And it, it's almost like a high back chair. You could sit right in front of it, and it kind of V's like that. And there's other rocks around, but it but the rest of the mountain goes down. And what it does is it it creates a natural amphitheater. Yeah. And we tested it right, so we had someone up here speaking just like I am to you now, not shouting or anything like that. And people at the bottom at the foothills okay. could hear you. And so you could imagine the multitudes yeah. being there, and they could hear everything he was saying wow. it just makes more sense no mics it no speakers no. no mics didn't need it you know yeah. it and it was completely clear you didn't have to yell it convinced me man it was like uh, this is the spot That's this awesome. is the spot so it gives you that context it, it just really um and then you go back to read and you're like oh my gosh i, I could just yeah. see you yeah I was thinking about that. Actually, I did a video on it uh, as we're walking up, and I was thinking, how many people journeyed up this path to this mountain to hear this guy they've been hearing about? You know, because the the scripture says, you know, as he's preaching in the in the Galilee, he's preaching in the area and in their synagogues, preaching the gospel, and you know, his fame has spread, and the multitudes are coming, and they're bringing their sick, and he's healing, and the Pharisees come, and just thinking about how many people from all over the land were bringing and traveling. Because you, 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 you know the story of the 5,000 men. Right. But it's a wa their wives, that's 10,000. And children. Uh, let's say everyone, we're like Americans, yeah. that they want to have two children, but we know that's not true. Yeah. So let's say they have five children. It's more like Latinos. We're we're we, we're Jewish descendants. We have more five children, so you have five children. So that's five thousand, ten thousand, twenty-five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, thirty-five thousand people yeah. there. And he did it and twice. You know, right? You got the five thousand and then he four thousand, and separate you know, counts. But feed feed them. Like at least for the feeding of those five thousand, mm -hmm. yeah. and little things like, where did, what did they use to feed the people? Two fish, yeah, yeah, a loaf the, of bread. Little boys, where would they get the fish from? Little boys' lunch. The sea of Galilee's right there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we actually uh, we had lunch at a restaurant that's r literally right across the street from the one of the ports, and um, you can get fish. It's called Saint Peter fish. Uh, it's a good sized fish and it, it was good it was really good but just just those little things like that you're like that's why the kid had fish the seeds right there yeah you know you know what's cool I, I was just thinking about this listening on this but the boy gave up everything he had he didn't just say hey i'll give you a piece of my lunch mm -hmm. he the little bit that he had he gave it all yeah and yeah. it was just a reminder of I think the context I was looking at was like tithing, offering, you know, 10%, you know, is that Old Testament, New Testament, blah, 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 blah. If you struggle with that, yeah. um, heads up, you got a problem because God doesn't want your 10%. He wants your all own. of That's right. Yeah. That's right. A hundred. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And, and it was just that that boy gave everything. Yeah. It wasn't much, but he gave it all. Yeah. Um, and it was just a challenge for me to, to walk in that. Of God, hey, I, I don't have much. But what I do have, I want to give it all to you. 
do I struggle? Do I sometimes want to hold back? Uh, let me keep this fish, but you can have the bread, right? Because right? I can yeah. do more with the fish. You right. take care of the bread. I like the fish more than the yes. bread, or sometimes I like the bread, right? Yeah. But no, just like um, this is this is an image that I, I met with my uh, uh, my old high school my high school principal. Um, he's not old. And it's still my high school, so it's neither old. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my high school principal um, just uh, recently. Um, and he was telling me about how he's trying to walk in life with what God gives him. And it's this image of, like, open hands like this. Yeah, It's not indifferent. Like, I don't care here. Somebody take it from me. It's, yes, I want to take care of it and be careful and manage it and steward it. Um, be responsible for it, but the moment God says give it back, I'm yeah. not like this. It's still this, yes. yeah, and that's hard. Yes. Um, and and that applies to everything in life. It's it's not just our finances. Um, it can be the ministry we're in. It can be the church we're in. It can be the job we're in. Um, sometimes it can be our our, our kids. Maybe it's time for them to transition somewhere else go into a different straight state different out of our wings right and like we, we whatever different stages in life where that happens right um but like it's it's never mine god's mm -hmm. given to me but yeah. okay god yes you want this job taken from me like okay here it is yeah. or i'm no longer supposed to be a worship pastor you know mm -hmm. um my, f I have these savings. You want me to give them all to someone? Yeah. You know, wh whatever it is, my time. Oh, but that's my time. That's my day that I relax. And, and no, like if God's saying right, and yeah. um, that boy, hey, this is mine. But here, Jesus, right. all of it. Yeah. I give it to you. Yeah. And just every day walking with that, it, it makes you rely on God. It makes you just trust Him because if He takes it. You're like, oh, I don't have in, I don't have anything anymore. Yeah. Where's my identity now, right? Mm -hmm. Where uh, yes. did I just I, I've identified as a worship pastor. Yeah. Sorry to phrase it that way. Um, <laughs> I think I'm. Uh, I've been. This is where my identities come from as a worship pastor. And God says no, and it's not what I'm going through. But I'm just example. Yeah. Now have I lost who I am because of that? You know, it, it keeps us in check and. Um, uh, I think it's that image of that boy. Yeah. Everything. Here. That's all I got. One yeah. of my favorite, you know, ideas from from that boy is seeing that we know how we know how the Messiah felt about children. Right? Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, bring the children to me. And the fact that he used a boy, a child childlike faith to do something miraculous through. Yeah. Right. Which ties in with this. We set ourselves up for failure when we do this and we hold on too tight to the things that don't really belong to us. Because that's everything. I mean, he owns it all. Yeah. Everything that is in our possession is only on loan from God. We need to loosen our grip a bit, yeah. a lot, yeah. and be open to what he gives and what he takes away. Uh, one phrase that I learned, it's a Hebrew phrase that I learned there. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. I, 
we learned a lot of that in trying to understand the language because there's obviously a barrier, but it caused me to, even when I got back, it caused me to dive in deeper. I'm like, man, I knew some Hebrew, but I'm like, I need to, I need yeah. to get down to it. Yeah. And so I've been taking some, some Hebrew, um, lessons and, and reading and, uh, translating and things like that. But anyways, this one word that we kind of, what kind of was thematic for our group, um, is, uh, Hanani. Hanani means I'm open. Mm. Here I am. Do with me what you will. May your will be done. And so everywhere we went, that was in the mind. Hanani. Uh, you know, at the wall, yeah. in the tomb, yeah. in, in the Galilee, in wherever, Hanani. Show me as I'm here what you want to show me. Speak to me what you want to speak to me. Yeah. You know, reveal to me what you want to reveal to me. Uh, and I think that that's such a universal understanding, you know, to just being open yeah. to what he wants to say, to what he wants to bless you with, to, what, to how he wants to use you. Yeah. On and on and on.